Welcome back to the Music Buds episode 20. If you haven't noticed, we have an intro song now. Thanks hey. to our thanks to our boy Jarrell over here. Nah, this go hard. I, oh, I actually like thanks, it. Guys. Thanks. You know, it just really brings out our vibe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, and that's definitely. all I was looking for. I waited 20 episodes and we finally got it. We finally got it. You sound a little silly with that statement, <laughs> Yeah, fuck Bosh. That's why. <laughs> Yo, if you haven't been here, the running joke about fuck Bosch is 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 uh, CeeLo's co-host on the podcast about nothing. One of my best friends from high school. So I love him, but fuck him. That's how they show love. It's crazy, right? <laughs> but um, before we get into our episode today, uh, go ahead and plug yourself. What you got going on? I'm sorry. Plug your shit. <laughs> gotta keep it Work. traditional here yeah you gotta, you gotta, keep, you gotta, it gotta keep it consistent <laughs> right, i'll start it off you know greetings salutations welcome namaste bienvenidos now what's going on everybody let's get is... to the point <laughs> top of the morning <laughs> top of the morning oh, top of the morning God. let's get this shit let's get this shit now nah, but what's good everybody this is chris here aka silo um you guys could find me at Christopher reeves on instagram I have another podcast called The Podcast About Nine, which is me and my co-host, Avon and Bosch. And, you know, we, I, you probably, guys probably hear it every week, but, you know, we try to do our best to bring introspection and goofy shit together. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of love. And, you know, shout out to everybody that's supporting, man. And, you know, I'm going to pass it to my guy, Jarrell. Thank you, sir. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to uh, why am I why am I introducing the the, the podcast episode again? Yeah, <laughs> this ain't this gamers is, for life. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is what happens when you do multiple podcasts. Uh, what's up, guys? This is Jarrell. You can follow me at J Powell Music on Instagram. Feel free to send me a request to follow, and most likely I will accept it. Uh, like I said, uh, just recent, just in the last couple of seconds, I also do a video game podcast with my friend Arthur Thomas, the Gamers for Life podcast, which also has audio and video episodes. So be sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. We talk about a lot of cool stuff, uh, get video game news, uh, have a good time there. And also, uh, I am a guitarist and I do a guitar podcast called the 440 Guitar Podcast. So if you're into music and whatnot, definitely be sure to check that out. Follow the Instagram as well at the 440 podcast. Uh, and uh, like the sub- subscribe on that YouTube channel as well. That one's a little lower on the traffic, but it's because it's, it's just less input on that one. But uh, feel free to do that. And then lastly, um, I'm a busy beaver here this year. One of my projects that I uh, have on streaming services titled I Am A Man Really, uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that album. I like it. Uh, it's definitely a personal one and a relatable one. I'm doing a remix project. Give yourself a hand clap, Jarrell. I was going to say, did you just say you were a fan clap. of your own project? <laughs> uh, let's see. Do I have an applause here? Where is it? Here? Oh. I just want to apl- applause yourself, man. I uh, appreciate appreciate Hang on. I, I don't know where it is. Here, here it is. I'll do it. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> That's good. Right. I'm talking. I'm talking. Uh, Talking that shit. <laughs> that man working out here. Thank you. Let him know. Appreciate it. Thanks. 
And we talked yeah. about a little bit off air how Leon Bridges stole his cover art. Ooh. And that's a hundred, it's a hundred percent a fact. Yeah, I, I was, care. I have my lawyer, I, I'm in conversation with my lawyers. We're ready to submit the, uh, <laughs> ready to submit. But yeah, it's titled I Am A Man Remixed. Uh, so a couple of tracks remixed. Uh, I'm going to have some new lyrics too, a couple of new features too. So more to come on that. And uh, yeah. And then uh, this week we are recording an episode about class. Um, his name is class is with a V instead of an A because you know that's what the that's what the chilling do this these days. You know that's what the cool kids do now. <laughs> I had Barely. no I had no idea that that's what that was until you just uh, said it just now. Who else? Who else did something like that? Um. Well, I was gonna say Jordan uh, Jordan Sullivan. Uh, hotels. She's she spelled whole differently. Yeah, H E A X. Yeah. Like, wait, six lakh. Six lakh. <laughs> we six we lack. don't call him by his name. It's six lakh always. <laughs> six lakh always. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're talking about classes album. Yes, sir. All one word. And um, before we get into it, what were your like quick impressions before we get into the project? Hmm, Gerald, you want to you go first, Matt? Sure, fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, as far as for class, uh, the yes, sir, uh, from a producing standpoint, it's definitely there. Uh, it's really top quality production, I think, uh, when it comes to just the, the vibes and everything. Uh, my only, my other side of the impression is just that after listening to it and kind of sitting with it, you know, I will say it kind of it kind of fell out of my brain after a while, you know, as far as for the impression, not, not a very long lasting impression, but listening to it moment in time sounds good. So that's kind of my, my uh, impression there. Oh, what you got, Chris? You want me to go first? No, I got, I got you right now. Um, (laughs) I just want to say this with the utmost respect and no ill will when I say this, but to me, the, the album, a quick review is just very, consistently consistent if that makes sense huh <laughs> like <laughs> throwback sound effect there you go, there you go. i mean it goes from good to bad from good to bad very rapidly and very maniacal when i listened to this project so it was just like like my mood really changed as the album kept going down i was just like okay this is dope then not then dope then not but i'll get more mm. into it as we talk about your song um wow i guess i actually like really like the project um i do agree with jarell to an extent where it was like uh it was good for the listen because i did listen to this probably like three different times and i think that there's only there's there's a couple songs that i've always like gone back to like i've actually wanted to hear but the rest of it not so much and we're definitely going to get into that but it's still like a dope project like it's just a dope sound i just don't know if it does anything extremely different you know or you know that's all i could really say without getting into too much because we are going to talk about the tracks individually as well um yeah so with that first track what was it called uh take me home yes take me home actually immediately i started like i fucked with the project because of the intro um and it was just like way too relatable you know like being my bag about going home to new york you know it's probably 
third or fourth time I've said it on this podcast. I'm trying to go back home. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. But what'd y'all think about it? It's cool. <laughs> I'll start. <laughs> I'll start. Wow. Allow me. Allow me to. Allow me to start. Oh, uh, please, because uh, I guess I'll do my disclaimer too. So I don't mean any ill will. If anybody listen, disclaimer. If anyone's listened to me on this podcast, sometimes it gives some harsh criticism. It's no way. It's I'm not academics. I'm not trying to ruin your life or your soul with every word that I say. Yeah, you're just Simon. Um, from yeah, America. just Simon or that other old guy from Dancing with the Stars, um, or the actually the, the 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 cute girl. She says the stuff that's like really nice, and then says like four, three. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Um, but uh, yeah, so for taking me home, uh, it sounds pretty good. I actually like this song. Uh, I thought it was a good opener, maybe a little too slow. Wait, you didn't even play it, dude. Oh, oh, I thought that you, I thought you wanted me to do a talk about. It. I'm sorry. I'm my bad. I'm I mean, we we kind of skipped that and went uh, right into no, it. No worries. <laughs> yeah, you ready to get the guns going, Preston? All right. Yeah, because I'm actually surprised. Like, I I actually like the project, and it seems like you you two were like eh about it. Well, the thing is, I don't disagree with anything you said about the project as far as it sounding really good. It does sound really good. Yeah. But I'm also agreeing with the part where it's just like, yo, it's what the, what is it that uh, separates it from all the other type of music that kind of sounds the same and everything? Yeah. So that's what I'm looking for when I was hearing this project. Because it sounds good, but what else? Well, that hey, being said, that. let me uh, play the sample of uh, Take Me Home. I'm losing my mind, but I know I've grown. So take me home. Go ahead and uh, finish your thoughts about that. Because like I already said, I, I fuck with the intro immediately. Yo, this sounded like a Disney lullaby. <laughs> wow. Damn. I mean, but wait, real quick. Because I'm about nah, to be Disney bubble lullabies that. are dope. Like... I was to say, exactly. Because <laughs> Disney, Disney, are dope, <laughs> Disney lullabies stay in your head, you know? Like, Disney lullabies are always fire. So I don't want to, I, I don't even think that's like an insult, Loki. Yeah, I don't think nah, so. But, I don't think so. But for an intro song, it's just like, yo, nah. I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little too sleepy in the beginning, man. Like, come on. <laughs> This this would have been perfect like if it was like in the middle or like somewhere towards the end. Like, I, I would have, I, I would have like a more beat like more upbeat type of song, especially for the intro. So I did have stuff to say about that too, but I do, I am curious. Like I do wonder if he put this at the very beginning for a reason because I feel like it doesn't match with the rest of the project. But let's let Jarrell. Oh, it don't match, this. huh? <laughs> that is uh no i think you make a really good point preston uh but as, for the song i liked it um i'll give him a break on the slow kind of the slowness of it even though it's like a very short song but it's still like it kind of drags at the same time but i when it comes to the first song on the album usually it's the slow usually it's the slowest if there's a slow song 
the slow song tends to be one of the first songs of the album. So shoot him some bail there. Um, but it also sets the tone. And I feel like, I don't know if this did yeah. that. Yeah. And true. That's very true. Usually it's slow because you're kind of creating this theme or, you know, you're setting the tone, which the rest of the songs, it seems like it doesn't really detest to that. Cause like, I remember Eric Kane, you know, we reviewed his project and how the, uh, the first, I want to say his part one of the, he did like a 42 like yeah. song project in split uh, two and soul. parts. Was that the first one, Heart and Soul? Yeah, I believe uh, it was Heart and Soul. Oh, okay. But yeah, the first one, the first song was pretty pretty long and pretty slow, but then it builds up, it creates the tone like you're talking about. And I don't know if this does that. It sounds good as far as consistency. That's probably where mm-hmm. it lacks for me. But the song sounds good. So he's already showing like, yo, I got chops. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like, that's cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Um, real quick, I want to add on to, I think I was also very surprised about the intro because I did find this artist from the bars app. Forgot to mention that. Um, shout out the bars app. Yeah. Shout out the bars app. It's just people, rappers, you know, rapping on there, just spitting bars. And I found him from that app rapping. So when this intro came on, I was shocked, but this is also like right up my alley when it comes to like vibes. So that's all I really got to say, but I fuck with it. It's actually like one of my favorite tracks on the project and it's, it's right at the beginning. So bars app, really quick, good. make the bars app for Android, man. Stop fucking around. Oh, you can't get it on Android. <laughs> oh man. It's that same bullshit where it's like, oh, Android is the Android is the better of the beer. Fuck y'all, man. <laughs> Yo, just get the iPhone, man. Come on. No, no. iPhone's been fucking he up. He doesn't bro. want a blue bubble. <laughs> man, you a green bubble, man. Damn. <laughs> I'd rather be green than their their their, their ridiculous <laughs> technology. Don't get me on that soapbox because I'll get there. But yeah. <laughs> oh, I listened to the last episode of Gamers for Life. I, I think yeah, I've heard enough. Yeah, that, yeah. If you want to know how we feel about Apple, check out the last episode of Gamers for Life. <laughs> um, and then the next track was Jungle Fever featuring Juvenile Tristan. Go ahead and cue that one up for us. Will do. Take it, you like that one. You let that one play longer than usual. <laughs> wow. I I played it really long because it was almost like he was like, man, this bass is really dope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's elongate it. <laughs> but um, before we even get into the song, I do have one issue just yeah. with the feature's name, Juvenile Tristan. Don't you got it. You gotta shorten that, dude. Cause like I saw Juvenile and I thought about the R and B artist. That may that just might be me, you know, showing my age or showing mm. my soul at least. <laughs> like, yeah. Is it crazy that I believe the feature was the f- best part about this song? Uh Chris. I'm not saying it. I'm not we're not, we're not we're not talking about the track yet. I just feel like the name just kinda like juvenile Tristan. It's just a lot. It's mm. like maybe like Juvie Tristan. I don't know. Hey, but like <laughs> Juvie Tristan. <laughs> I don't know, roll off the tongue. 
Yeah, like I don't yeah. know something about it. But, I mean, uh, both of you guys' names, man. I, <laughs> you know, class? I feel like class is very... I think of, I, I looked at that and I was like, KVLSS. Maybe just me as like... <laughs> maybe, maybe you're, old you're old, old though. <laughs> maybe me an old man, I'm just like, okay, his name's KVLSS. That's marketable, <laughs> you know, but obviously it's not marketed towards me. It's me. It's just my old brain, but anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But getting into the track, just in, just in general... Um, Immediately, the piano over, like rapping over a piano beat with some bass, like that's that's my weakness, dude. Uh, something I about see piano, it. I yeah, see like it. it's, yeah, something about pianos and rapping. Like. Piano, yeah, piano rapping is so fun. Take it from me, I've done it. Even I've done it, and it's so fun. Even if you're not a rapper or if you're a rapper, piano rapping is fun. So yeah, definitely. Oh wait, you said that it was cheating, Chris, but you you don't think. Never mind. I don't want to make this. I don't want to make this about it. Drake. But, <laughs> uh, but you, but wait, but you don't think you don't think that Drake sampling fire ass songs that everybody already loves is cheating? Nah, because not everybody could do it like that. Shut <laughs> up. Some people fumble the bag, bro. <laughs> Shut up. I'm lying, bro. That says a song that DJ Khaled did that sampled Outkast. That wasn't a fumble. Uh, I guess, but ah, come on, <laughs> but, but no, but but Drake be getting those tracks that are like iconic, fuck the Lauren Hill sample, and then like it just off the fucking uh the last project, CLB. I've been seeing way too sexy and the intro, which is not even a fucking sample, it just straight up took somebody else's beat, and, and like that. I've been seeing all of those being put on like people's stories and shit. Yeah, that's how much money Drake has. He's like, this is mine now. Yeah, like, hey man, it's like, that's cheating, bro. Hey, man, when you're bigger than Michael, man, you could do anything. Oh, my God. Oh, don't, don't even. Don't even. Let's get back to the project. Let's get back to the project. Don't even go there. All right. We will, we will talk Sorry. about that we later. We have to have that conversation. <laughs> yeah, we will talk about that later. Let's get back Jesus to class. Christ. Uh, how did you like the song, Preston? <laughs> like I said, piano rapping is, like, my weakness. The hook was dope. Uh, like, um, the content was pretty cool like he's you know talking about hustling in the jungle and you know which i always love to appreciate or like hear and see around i I maybe just like new york mentality i just i like seeing people hustling and get shit done so like i I fucked with the content of the song um one thing i did hate is not even the song it's the 15 second pause at the very end of the song Thank you. I was gonna mention that, man. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what happened to the, my music? Like, yeah, it's like just, just fucking cut it out the track, like, so we could get on to the next song. Like, there was a long ass gap there for nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I do fuck with the song, though. What did you think, Chris? I thought the feature was the funniest part and the dopest part. The funniest? It, yeah, cause it's it's like, yo, you ever got that like old head OG on the block? And they were just like, yeah, we're going to put him in the studio. We're going to put Matt Auto-Tune on him. And we're going <laughs> to see how it sounds. And it sounds exactly how I thought it would. Yo, let me talk to you, little pimp. Let me talk to you, pimp. <laughs> Shit was funny as hell, man. <laughs> but, you, but, but you didn't... Did you like the song or not? I did. I did like yeah, the song. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yo, that was hilarious. But, but I was saying that was the most memorable part to me. It's just like, I'm going to keep saying, yo, let me talk to you, pimp, for like the next week now. Like... <laughs> Just mad auto tune on it. 
But uh, no, nah, it was pretty dope. It's pretty good. And the same thing, yo, that 50 second pause, I feel like that'd be messing up. Especially when you like going like um, sequence through every track and stuff like that. That pause will be like, damn, that'll fuck up the whole flow of me listening yeah. to the music. And then what did you think, Jura? Uh, I thought it sounded pretty good. I think the bass was a little, exi- little like too much. Like there's like it's like the the piano stuff sounds dope. The tone sounds really dope, but it's almost like he just discovered like how to use the bass. So it's like <laughs> like it's like when it comes to, like like the beauty of like a lot of pop smokes music as far as like for how that bass is used. There's such a uniqueness to it. But it worked mm. so well, and now I'm hearing a bunch of other people like utilize it in that way. Even like Kanye with like off the grid, like he's never used bass like that ever. You yeah, know? and I know he's definitely like fucking with Pop Smoke's music and stuff. But when it comes to this, it was kind of like it's like that effect that you use that you really like, but you kind of overuse it. You know, so that, that that's <laughs> you kinda... got no choice, so you want to use it all the time. Like exactly, <laughs> exactly. So that, that that's that's kind of my that's kind of my thing. But other than that, the song sounds good. And then the next track was uh, Southside featuring Icy Said. Go ahead and cue that one up for us. Will do. So what did you think, Chris? Because I feel like this song, I, when I heard this, I was like, Chris would like this one. Yo, stop acting like you know me, bro. I'm getting tired <laughs> of this shit. <laughs> I'm getting tired of this. But uh, if, you're right, though. This is actually the first song I actually liked on the, on the album. So I thought it was pretty cool. And also, um, one of my issues, let me, let me just make a, a quick general statement. One of my issues with this album is that in some of his tracks, especially the first two, he sounds very monotone. Mm-hmm. when he's like singing and rapping. And this is kind of like the first track where I really felt some energy yeah. as well. So that's really had me like bumping and had me engaged as, you know, somebody that's listening to this album. So it's funny you mentioned that because even on the bars app, when he's freestyling, it's a very like just chill monotone voice, which yeah, I'm man, not he's even too cool to be rapping kind of. Uh, I don't know if I would like go that far, but just like, I mean, I still fuck with it because like I'm just a chill dude. So like, so mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of, I kind of relate to him on that aspect of things. But there is, you know, if especially as a musician, if you're gonna do certain songs about certain topics and stuff like, you got to change up your, your tone. Yeah, you don't want fall. Nah, asleep. Feel- you don't want fall asleep rap like. <laughs> yeah. Him and his- Yo. <laughs> like, I'm telling know. you, man. Yeah. Uh, song sounds great. It's one of my favorites, actually. Um. It like I really and a very catchy hook, really yeah. catchy hook. That's probably the best thing in the whole song is the hook is really catchy. It's like, be outside. Yeah, I want to be outside. You know, like definitely, <laughs> definitely a song you would play. Like you, you would play somewhere chilling with like you know friends, homies, or in the club or whatever. So, d- yeah, that definitely is a really marketable song. It's probably the most market, one of the most marketable songs on the project. Yeah, I definitely I think this is like the mainstream track of the project. Yeah, 
Yeah, and like it was sound wise. Exactly, and there definitely was energy there, like you said, Chris. Um, that's part of my problem with class uh, or KVLSS. Um, class, you had it right the first time. <laughs> class, man. Class, sorry guys. Uh, old man brain, but uh, yeah. So it, it's yeah, definitely. You kind of felt you kind of felt a little bit of his artistry here. You know, yes. a little bit of his artistry here. So that I, I really appreciated. So, yeah, this definitely was a good fucking song. I didn't appreciate that. Good stuff. Uh, I did appreciate how he picked up the tempo. And um, I mean, Chris could vouch for me. Like, I, th- these kind of songs aren't usually up my alley, but I did like this one. Um, I wouldn't say it was one of my favorites, but I appreciated the song. Um, and then I was just there was one point when the feature came and I was like, is that future? <laughs> like, for, <laughs> for like a quick second. I was like, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, dude, we got future on this shit. That's crazy. <laughs> and then with the hook where it's like me and my dudes are outside, blah, blah, blah. I was just like, wait, is this during COVID pre COVID? Like, uh, <laughs> He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did COVID not stop the hustle? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> it's crazy ass I'm kids. <laughs> but the but the track was dope. Um I did I did really like the track. And uh it was a three tracks in and I couldn't find anything really bad to say at all. Um so with the next track, get to oh, the I track. noticed. Wait, real quick, I noticed that's the only track that has a star in it. So that's probably like the best song on that. Is album. it? Oh, on Apple Music? Yep. It's probably the one that people go to the most. I feel that. Is that really the only one? Oh, is that one in Iced Out and in my zone? So like three, eight, and then eleven, which is the very end of it. Oh, I don't even see eight and eleven, but so I understand. Yeah, in my zone's the last song, right? That's pretty impressive yeah. for there to be a star for the very last song. Exactly. Yes. That, means listen, that means people listen to the fucking project from yes, exactly, from beginning to end. So because a lot yeah. of the times you usually see like stars on like the first three or four tracks, and then you stop yeah. seeing stars. And you're like, uh, Doja Cat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you have to go to some other shit, you know. So yeah. And it's also funny because out of those three songs, they both feature Ice. He said, "I wonder if that's like." Ice he said's doing, or if they just work well together. Probably, yeah, probably both. Probably yeah. the latter. And then uh, the next track was "Get to the Checks." Go ahead and cue that one up for us. Will do. Not disrespect, blood on my fingers, we get to the checks. But honestly, I'm getting tired of it. The slinging and banging was cool for a minute, but now I look at my environment. I ain't trying to preach, but the hood is a whole lot of bull, but my niggas keep riding it. Go to my city and look at my people, now I ain't gonna cap if I'm riding it. But I ain't gonna trip, I ain't fighting it. Cause they pull up with a stick like a maestro. Rolling and spraying, no lights off. When you at home, the shooter could possibly be somebody that you might know. I'm watching the bridges get blown in the biscuits. So, uh, like I said about the first three tracks, I couldn't find nothing bad to say. This is the one where I was just like, eh, like, Thank it you. was, it was cool. Like, I appreciated the nerd lines, like the, 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 I think in the hook, he has a line about Boba Fett and he mentions like a Superman, Clark Kent, and I'm a DC fanboy, So like, I appreciate those lines, but the song itself, I was just like, eh, um, I did like that he changed up his flow on this one compared to the like the last two three tracks um and hearing it right now about the monotone voice thing it was 
it's interesting because it's still kind of monotone, even though he picks up his flow and raps a little faster. Yo, I need some energy, bro. That's all I need. That's all I really have to say about this track. Now, I feel you, though. It really was like, eh, and that's where I'm as my consistently inconsistent comes from. Because it's just like you have this song that started before, which is like one of the best tracks. And then you have this one. It's like, eh, (laughs) kind of fucks up the flow of, of listening to the album again. Like I'm saying, so. But yeah. not really memorable to me. I think uh, I'm kind of twofold on this. So, like, on one side, I definitely know what Preston's talking about. Like, there's a there's definitely a very specific register where his voice is in, like, a good pocket that, like, kind of works, you know? This would be a great, like, track for Eminem to spit. I'm just going to say that. Mm-hmm. Like this To me, this, like, breathes M, like, Eminem would destroy this beat. Uh, but, um, yeah, I think it sounds pretty good. Uh, to me, I think the problem is, too, and I'm kind of with Chris on this as well, as far as, like, I've, I, I feel like he's still trying to, like, develop his artistry because, like, I don't. You know, it just it's to me it just seems like he's just rapping on these songs, but I feel like there isn't like a signature artistry to the songs. Like I like this song. It sounds good, you know, I, I the Boba Fett thing was kinda cool. Um I dug that, but I don't know. I just feel like there's a there's a there's an artist presence to me that's mi- that's missing, you know, and maybe energy would help with that, you know? Um but yeah, I just feel like it was a song on the album. It was good. I wouldn't take it out because it sounds good. But as yeah. far as for like him, like as an artist, like I don't know if it necessarily like grows that artistry or kind of brings something new, you know, in, into into that. So yeah, I get that. But um, what you think, brother? I started off, dude. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, me and Chris were just like on the same page. We're like, oh, hey, what do you think? Oh, you started it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. And then uh, the uh, next. Wait, what? No, nah, nothing. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> the next track was uh, Bread Man or Bread Dash Man. I, right oh, off the back, I just had a problem with the way. Hilarious title, by the way. Well, Bread Man. <laughs> But no. I was just like, why this? Why the dash in between? And you know, I was just like, make it one word. It's like Spider Man, but, but that was me just like nitpicking the title. But go ahead and cue that one up for us. <laughs> All right, we'll do. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Is he really the bread man, guys? Let's be honest. <laughs> it's funny, man, because while, like, while I was listening to the project, yes, like he, he's, he's talking about like a lot of hustling and like all this other stuff. And I was just like, does he really do that? But then I was just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> is he the pandemia? Is he really that? <laughs> but Yo, I was just what... like, whatever, you know, I'm going to just take it as the music, you know, because um, a, a lot of artists, especially these days, just rap about shit that they don't do. 
Yeah, but everybody, like, almost everybody lies. Yeah, like yeah. Lil, like, of them are and Lil Tecca is like one of the main culprits. <laughs> but, but, um, hey, I like Lil Tecca. No, Lil Tecca is dope. But that's He's the cool. thing. Like, there was, I think, uh, what was the? Is it? Is it Rap Genius where they where they where they decipher the bars and stuff? And he was like, "Yeah, yeah I don't have a gun. Um, I don't <laughs> like." He was like, "I don't have a gun. I don't have this car. I'm not about that life." It just sounded good. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I feel it. I respect that though. <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's anyone that like speaks their rhymes and like. And I believe them 100% because they're about that. Is like Boldy James. Like, <laughs> he's about that. He's, he's Yo, about very that. few rappers, I believe. Like, yeah. 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 Especially today. But yeah, Boldy James. Uh, yeah. He's, I've, I've, <laughs> he can ask a lot of rappers. Like, oh, yeah. He's, he's a real deal. <laughs> <laughs> now, Boldy. Yeah. He did that. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, back to class. So for, for Breadman, um, it was a cool track. I didn't really have too much to say about it. I feel like it's another like one of those like mainstream sounding tracks, um, which is not it's not a slight at it at all. It's just it's it's all right. Like I didn't have too much to say about it. Well, yeah, it's a good flexing song. You know, like I said, um, get to the check should have sounded like this, to be honest. And what do you um, mean by that? Like it should have sounded like it's the same thing. Get the checks. Breadman. Uh, I felt like yeah. I felt like a bread man listening to this. I ain't felt like getting the checks when I heard get the checks. You know, it's a random thought. Paperboy just came to my head. Yeah, that's what I be thinking man. about too. Paperboy. 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 All about that paperboy. <laughs> oh man. What a genius uh, season our show, Atlanta. I love that show. <laughs> um yeah, so I, as far as I think my problem with with this song is that it sounds so much like so many other beats and like songs that you haven't heard of. Like I don't know if you guys ever ever been on like beat stars. You mean like, like CLB at the beats. <laughs> Come on. Say that out loud. You're done shooting shots on Yo, that. Bro. Go find God and come back. Go find God and come back. But um. Yeah, like I like if you guys, I don't know if you guys have ever been on like the Beat Stars app or whatnot, but like there's so many songs that people up. Basically, it's an app where you you upload beats and people can buy them from you or whatever. Uh, but there's just a huge saturation because like seventy percent of the beats sound exactly the same, and I feel like unfortunately, like this song sounds like one of the songs on that app. Like, yeah, it's cool. just the, when it comes to just a uniqueness, I feel like it's not really there. It doesn't sound bad, but does it sound unique uh, for you as an artist? Like, I that to me is the problem with the song because I because I kind of agree like with as far as like get, like get to the checks like. There's some similar, I, I just feel like between the two songs, like just choose one of the songs and take the other one out. I think Get to the Checks is probably a better mm-hmm. song than Breadman, but um, but yeah, that's kind of my thing. I don't know. I feel like Breadman is definitely better than Get to the Checks. Yeah. <laughs> it's catchier, definitely. I mean, whether you believe him or not, it's definitely catchier. <laughs> I wanted some entendre bars, but you know, because it's like red man. Like, come on, man! It's like entendre city. Like, go there, but you know, it's fine. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's not on that level of lyricism yet. I mean, he has what two projects out? This being the second one, I didn't listen to the first one. Um, Mm -hmm. I just listened to the most recent, and the first one only released last year. Like, looking at Apple Music, at least. 
Okay. So still seems fairly new to everything. Uh, do we have anything else to say about this track before we go on to the next one? No, just feel like a better no. man with this one. Now go <laughs> ahead and play one of my favorites on here, One Night. One Night. That would be your favorite song. No, I'm that is yeah. one of my favorites. <laughs> You're toxic. Just want to see I'm that. toxic. Don't talk. You're toxic. Don't talk, CeeLo. <laughs> Fucking CeeLo. He has a whole different he has a whole different nickname for when he wants to be toxic. All right, relax. <laughs> Play the like song that. now. <laughs> This guy really wants one night. You feel like you? I feel like you cut that off the wrong time. But, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <Sorry>. but um, <laughs> but that that song. Heard so many I, one nights. I feel like it's out. Yeah, so. like you 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 started it at the wrong time. And you <laughs> cut it off at the wrong time, bro. I know you like the song. But come on. <laughs> but but I, I fuck with this song. Um, it's like a real like dancey vibe to it which i fuck with um and as even though you was like oh it's only about one night but he's he's in his bag about a girl but it's not even sappy like it's mm. it's toxic no he's not <laughs> at no point he doesn't in want song, two nights he wants one, want night, one night he one. wants to check he, out he wants one <laughs> night to make an impression did y'all listen to the fucking song <laughs> you make an impression when you talk to him <laughs> oh my god he didn't say one night of sex or he just he wants one night oh, yeah, to one show night her to that play scrabble that. what the fuck is he thinking Come on now, oh we know what he's God. talking about. Listen Come on. to the fucking one night to play, song. One night to play Twister. I hate y'all. You know, cue up a different part straight. of the fucking song now. <laughs> Yo. So you like the song? He he says, I, I believe it's in this one. He is like, I could treat you good for the rest of your life. Like, that's literally a line in a song. He's lying. <laughs> he's lying, bro. You don't, you don't hear the lie in that? He just, the last song was bread bad. Like, <laughs> wait, what you saying? People with people with money and people who hustle can't treat you good. No, I'm saying that he doesn't do anything. I'm sorry, yeah. class. These are all that, jokes. These are we don't jokes. know that. You just don't believe it. These are all jokes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Know. Yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> I think I think Chris is on to something. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, lying. He's lying. I mean. Yeah, that's your life one night. Yo, word. Oh, come God. on. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, there's a, a part in the hook where it kind of reminds me of um, is it there's a Doja Cat song that's out that always plays on the radio that my 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 I don't know the name of the fucking song. I don't listen to her like that. But like, hey, there's a part of the hook that like reminds me of that, and it is catchy when he does it and when Doja does it. Mm. But uh, that's all I had to say about the track. It's one of my favorites on here. Um, I really fuck with it. No, I agree. But um, also, I want to um, I want to go back to uh, Breadman real quick. Did you see at the end how uh, the little snippet where he had a conversation with I think was his producer or his engineer, and they was just like, "Yo, we're gonna switch it up a little bit." 
I really think they switched it up a little bit. But nevertheless, it was a great song, though. I feel like they switched it up enough with this one. They switched up. No, what did they switch up? The whole vibe was way different than all the other songs on this project. What are you talking about? Jungle Fever had the same vibe as this song. No, it did not. Jungle Fever was definitely more like, I don't want to say gritty, but it was more like, it was was a lower tone. And he was rapping about like real, like, like tough shit, you know? Like that had, like this song in, and Jungle Fever had nothing to do with each other at all. Say like more sound words. And, you said more words on that song. This one's just more, you know. Yeah. You rapped on this one. You cut it off the wrong part. <laughs> hey, man, that shows how good of a song it is. If I just put it in a <laughs> random pocket and turn on, <laughs> turn on the audio. It sounds good. There you go. Exactly, Chris. So what did you think about it, Joe? Uh, one night, uh, again, another song I could see playing at a party. Uh, I don't know if I would Shazam it rather, but it would be another song at the party, be a vibe, people drinking, talking, like definitely a song you can play outside. So like, I, I respect that, you know, because not every yeah. song can do that. You know, I'm gonna you, the woman going to love this this song for real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even though they they don't mean, want to fuck mean, with nobody. You know? According to what you <laughs> say about the song, though, you saying women like to be used for one night? That's fucked up, Chris. Wow. That's fucked up, Chris. Nah, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> women like going to see. This is I've always bitched about this because I, I just think it's funny and like my wife like rolls her eyes. But I'm like, why do women go to clubs to dance with themselves and no one else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like, hey, can I go on dance? Oh no, I'm with my friends. What the f- you, you fucking dream? You, you paid right, you paid two hundred dollars to dance with your friends. Right, like, so what the fuck quick. is wrong with you? That is a I California mean, thing. I promise you, that is a California okay, thing. Okay, yeah, California's tripping, bro. Because in New York, when we out dancing, everybody dances with everybody. As long as y'all on the same vibe, like as yeah. long as you're not being the creep or something like that. Right. Like if you are on that dance floor, it's like. You're you're gonna dance, okay? Like that, that's the whole point. I believe it. no, I, I believe that hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, California, nah, bro. Everybody dresses up, dance with their friends in the club. Yeah, like, like they, I'm they, not they going go to clubs anymore. They, <laughs> like they go out, they go like, out to go, they go out to go dance and party, and then they stay in these little, <laughs> and they stay in these little pockets of the dance floor with just their groups of friends. It's like, come get out, get hey, off press, the floor. Press dude. it, like you went out last night and experienced that. I mean, <laughs> so, damn. The whole first, the whole first year I was out in California, you know, I was going out trying to find places, trying to meet people. And I was just like, bro, y'all, y'all fucking lame, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But I did have a friend who was like, oh no, that's just like the LA people. Like you need to go to like the low key spots, but you know, I'm on, I'm somebody who's new to the area and just Googling places. So like, those aren't the places that I went to. There were like maybe one or two spots that I've been to where it's like, everybody was just on the same vibe and everybody's dancing with everybody. Yeah. But but most most of the places is like everybody's just there to take pictures and be on Snapchat and Instagram stories. Like, yeah, I'm out, not doing anything, but I'm out. Like that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Everyone is to go out to act like they're having a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but back to the project. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> we just had to go there for a bit. Hey, you just gotta let bad bitches be bad bitches. That's all I say. You're not Fun a bad bitch if you go out and you don't have fun if you're just on nah. your phone the whole time. I'm sorry, you're not a bad bitch. No, nah, but that's that's a difference though, because there's girls that go out to have fun and they really go out to have fun, you know, yeah. with, they, with their homegirls and stuff like that. 
And then there's the ones that you guys are talking about, the ones that be taking all the pictures. But uh, you just got to be cool. You know what I mean? Just be cool. If they want to do whatever, you know, they go introduce I mean, the yeah, you, you ignore them afterwards after you realize that they're not there for, <laughs> they're not there they for the same have, reason. They're there for them. <laughs> they want to be bad bitches with their bad bitches. I can respect yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, go ahead, do your thing. But like, man, coming from New York, you know, we like to dance, bro. <laughs> like that's that, that's <laughs> what we do. Chris went back to the house. Man, fuck this, I'll go back to New York. <laughs> <laughs> Low key. <laughs> but hey, now, like it's all like, about the spots we go to, man. You know, you gotta go yeah, to the It's, it's spot, definitely about the saying. spots. Like I said, like I was Googling places and it's like they weren't on that vibe, but when I got taken to other spots, it was a lot better for sure. Um, yeah. Anyway, back to the project. <laughs> uh, well, do we have any other final thoughts on one night? Oh, it's a good song. Good song. That's a really good song. Yeah, it's a good song. I, I, I fuck with it. You know, Definitely I another, I, another favorite of mine. It's another, it's a song to play outside. Does it, I think it does it, you know, does it show like, Oh, like, yeah, he really killed it on that song. Like, I, I mean, from a producing standpoint, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I think that's you know the whole song is a vibe anyway. So that's why I can't really take I can't really complain about it. So yeah. And then the next track was Destiny. Go ahead and cue that one up for us. Alrighty, we'll do. Now that you on my team, you really feel like a dream And when we step on the scene, everything on the fall flat What do you call that? I call it a bun Running game, but nobody passed me the baton But I feel like I won gold with you in my arms Got a lot on the shoulders and I know that we strong I don't know if this is destiny But you got me feeling like you meant for me I don't know if the word is meant for you That's why I feel like you were sent to me Your body got me feeling heavenly I feel alright when you next to me What'd you think about that song, Gerald? You know, he's really good at writing hooks. Um, mm-hmm. I've realized that just listening to this on, on its you know third listen or whatnot. Um, he's really good at writing hooks. I don't know if he should do anything else though as far as like wow. from a from a lyricism wow. standpoint like he might be producing this and if he is keep doing it because it's fucking fire it is really good at hooks but as far as everything else like it just it just leaves my brain but when it comes to the song like i think it sounds pretty good it sounds pretty good it definitely connects to one night you know because maybe you had that one night and it's gone man i want more nights He's, <laughs> he never said he only wanted Went from one night to destiny, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. But go listen to this song, fuckers. <laughs> but but yeah, um, it's a good song. Uh and and uh I think it's a pretty good song. It is is like I said, really good hook. Everything else, I, it's kind of left me a little bit. Um, but yeah, he he writes hooks really good. It kind of reminds me of like I don't know. Just like just like those producers that we know where it's like they have a cool vibe there, you know, but it's like do I want like an entire album to listen to like song after song, lyrics and lyrics like I don't know. Like I feel like that's where and he does have a feature on here, you know, Icy said uh what was it? No, Icy said was the next. No, one. no, no, he no, he wasn't there was no features on this. I think a feature would have been nice on this personally. But um I disagree. Okay. Okay. I disagree. Because, yeah. like, I mean, first of all, this song is just, it's a dope sound immediately to me. Um, but then again, I've also been in like my R&B bag this past week. Like, I've just been listening to a lot of R&B. So, this kind of, 
Toxic? Yep, you toxic, bro. Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> like I could, like I could hear like a little baby or something, like in like nah, a really sweet pocket on no. this, dude. Hell no. Come on. What? Hell Nobody will no. kill this. Come on. Uh, with yeah, his, exactly. With his, same, exactly. with his same fucking flow in every fucking track ever. No, oh, it works. He no. murders. I don't think. I don't think somebody like the baby could fit on this song. I'm sorry. Don't You're worry. underestimating a little baby, bro. <laughs> Definitely. There's I'm not saying. enough. There's not enough bass in this one for the baby. <laughs> he's already a human auto tune. Like, <laughs> have you heard his freestyle? It's like the fuck turned on the auto tune. <laughs> but um, but yeah, this song is dope. I mean, it definitely sounds like homies in love, or like at least wants to be. Or maybe he he might be lying, like Chris is saying on the last song. <laughs> Yo, I think Chris but, is on to something, bro. Yeah, he's, got, you, man. he's got KVLSS figured out. <laughs> class, motherfucker. He's got, he's got class figured out. He's got it figured out. Hey, man, I, I put- I'm I'm old class. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, yeah. I I, th- I think that's just it's a funny it's a funny like narrative, but yeah. Well, what did you think about the song, Chris? Honestly, I thought it was a really good follow-up song to, to One Night as well. And the placement on it, I think, really um, emphasized how good the song was as well. But, uh, yeah, I think he's lying. <laughs> Yo, you, you heard the hook. He's talking about, it's my destiny be with, to be with you. I'm like, oh, you're lying, dude. And, Come on. And you, you know what? No, and this actually attests to my point as far as like it would have been dope if a feature was on it. Because the feature could have been like a girl rapper or like a girl singer, like on her her perspective. Like we've already heard this guy's perspective on it one night. Oh, you're my Jesse. Like, how does she feel? Right? Like that would have been a cool, like opposing thing. You know, like Dream does it a lot. And mm-hmm. he's toxic as fuck <laughs> so, like, hey, I'm with Jarrell on this man you know what I'm saying like that would have been a really that would have made the song even better a woman's touch definitely was needed on this mm-hmm. but it, it, but he's talking about a woman so uh, yeah her perspective on like maybe she don't want to fuck with him or maybe she but does I feel like this is like, like, maybe she's, but like if you're in your bag you don't want somebody else to like change you know like your thought process or your vibes you know like that's what you're you're talking about what you want but if they're on the same page that makes the song even better i guess i guess you have a point there (laughs) you know r&b they do this all the time and they do this with songs like this too (laughs) now that you mentioned that by the way i i do appreciate that is uh there's a there's a guy out there doing R&B sounded like I feel like there's I feel like there's a lack of male R&B artists um and maybe really? not a lack of but like popular ones or I don't know but like I feel like there's there's a whole bunch of like women who do R&B we all know them but I feel like I don't think there's a lot of men that do it uh and if they do do it it's a like rapping R&B kind of thing you know like some real R&B is like what I want was what I've been wanting to hear. At least. I mean, real R and B died after the nineties. I don't know if anyone told you. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even say it died. You know, I don't know about nah, that. Nah, come on now. It was in a I coma for I many years. R and B music right now. There's a lot of R and B out. 
you just being old. We're going to have to put you on to more stuff. Like, uh, how much, you just said there's a there's a lack of male no, R&B. No, I said artists. there's a lot. I said there's a lack of male R and B. That's artists, what I'm but saying. There's a lot of R and B. Male R and B also but, died of the nineties. Nineties male R and B was like a lot of simping too. Like, and I wouldn't well, even. Say, and like, I, would I, I don't usually. I don't usually use simping, but like they were actually like they over here crying they about women that wasn't theirs. They like, were begging and pleading in the rain outside. about women about women that weren't theirs in the first place. They was dirty macking. Like, I would crazy argue for that one. If we go back, I, I, you probably have a case there, but I would arguably <laughs> say that there's there are more songs actually about love in the '90s than than songs today. No, absolutely, I get that, but yeah. they loving people that already in like relationships and shit like come on it wasn't until i got older and i realized that joe is the most toxic fucking r&b <laughs> artist i've ever heard no, man he's life. like i want to know what turned you on oh come on man you know why <laughs> yeah go ahead finish the line motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no you say it bro <laughs> i forgot he's like oh man. i want to know so i want to know what you want so i could be the only man to make you smile then he's like uh Tell me what I gotta do to please you. Anything you say, I'll do. And uh, there was another song where he was like, uh, "I want to do everything that your man can't do." And I'm just like, "Bro, yo, man, Joe was he was doing some future, some future proofing shit, bro." Bro, like, <laughs> I feel like it was a lot of that super cl- like thinking about it now, like the super clingy, like just love me. I want to be the only one to love you, like nobody, like ah. Now yeah, we're in the cool R and B era now, man. We. You know, we're just being cool about the shit, so. But I don't so, think it's bad. You know, we got people like WizKid, like Givian, like Ty Dolla Sign, like Thundercat. Givy on. Thundercat, on. Uh, Givion. <laughs> but I think r and in a good spot right now, too. Still and Sir, uh, Sir needs to drop another project, too. Yeah, that's true. I've been waiting on Sir, because his, his last album was fire. It was mm-hmm. fucking, fucking nuts, so, yeah. And you still got Eric Bellinger. He's, he's dropping music still, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just dropped something, I think. I was listening to something that was oh, he his. Did? Yeah, he just mm-hmm. dropped a new project not too long ago. It's okay. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah. Man, we've been getting sidetracked a lot with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Back to class. <laughs> I feel like that's the fourth time I said that this episode. Sorry. You sounded like a teacher right now. <laughs> I mean, if anything, this, if anything, these songs are bringing out other emotions in yeah. uh, conversation. So that's positive, right? Yeah. Just skipping through all of it and like, oh, yeah, <laughs> not bad, you know. And then the uh, the next track, track number eight, was Iced Out featuring Icy Set again. Go ahead and cue that one up. All righty. <laughs> It's a lifestyle. Gotta get to the fans. Oh, I'm gonna pick up my mans. Oh, we gon' get to the fans. I gotta see a stack. Gotta get to the fans. I know we taking a chance. Oh, we gon' pop it, we land, and we gon' run it back. Me and Clark get to the fans. Tryna get real like federally. Come on, come on, they make me king. Freeze the hard, don't make me mean. Ball the hard, don't make me mean. Don't be mad, I'm MVP. So, right off the back, I do like this one. But I feel like the the change in tone from the last two tracks of this one was way too drastic. Um, I, that's like the biggest thing that I have to say about it. It's a dope vibe, and then uh, I did appreciate the Rainbow Six line that he had in there too, just because you know I'm a nerd. But <laughs> that was all I really had to say about the song. It, it was dope, but I didn't have too much to say. 
Dude, the bass is way too fucking loud. I'm nah, sorry. bass go crazy, bro. Like, damn. Go crazy I in the bad way. I not even say. Nah, bro. It was just going crazy, bro. Take it how you want it. Like, wild. Like. It, yeah, I, I, it, I don't know. I, I think to... I think I think the bass is way too loud. Personally, from a producing standpoint, I'm just like, uh, it's kind of like distracting. Like I can barely hear what Class was saying. Mm. Um, I like uh, Icy said he's really good. Um, I like him. I, I like his his vibe, uh, and I think he saved the song. Honestly, um, not one of my favorites, uh, but Icy said definitely did his thing. So. Any other final thoughts on this? Or are we going straight to the next one? Well, Ice Style, yeah, is definitely a bop. It has the same problem as Jungle Fever, though. That has that long-ass pause at the end, and I'm just like, oh, my God, again. Uh, I didn't realize it on this one. Oh, I forgot about that. Nah, yeah, definitely had that. But, uh, yeah, um, the feature definitely did its thing. It's pretty cool, and I agree with both of you guys. You guys were right on the money on that. And then the next song was Sheesh, which is probably the first track on here that I didn't care about. But go ahead and cue that one up. Alrighty. Why you keep fighting on niggas? Hey, like fast as a flash, but in the back, I really too cool for that. One with my hair too green, with a team full of homies working on that dark seat, taking everything before we could leave on Grove Street. Same as a hit and run for the oldies. Playing flutes, trying to make me so sleepy. But that ain't nothing to me. Pulling some arrows, but not even trying to hit my knees. Talking to black, back in the pack, let that roar be buddy on the hunting path. Turning down that wrong way, we'll drop it down here, leaving you to stay alive. I am not the friend that you thought you knew. I am the critical tactician that's running through. Keep that energy when you. What did you think about that track, Chris? Uh, I didn't really have that much to think about. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you, man. I, uh, sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said sheesh. That's really how I felt. I was like, sheesh. Yeah, like I, like I already said, like I didn't care too much for the song. Um, it was the hook I didn't like. I felt like it went on too long and it was just kind of like too repetitive. And then uh, like the verses were all right, but nothing really like stood out to me either. So like, I, I feel like this like might be the only skippable track on this project. Or one, mm, I, actually there's two, but we'll get to that. Uh, but so this, is, this is like one of those skippable tracks on this project for me, for sure. What'd you think, Joe? Yeah, it felt it felt like a song that should have been on a different album. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the most disjointed uh, song on the album. Uh, it doesn't really sound like it fits with all the other things. And uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you on. <clears throat> I agree with what you said as well. Uh, you know, as far as just like yeah, this is probably a skippable one for me. Um, yeah, I thought that I actually think it there it was trying to be it was slightly catchy, but I just think everything else was just kind of distracting. Um I'd say there are sounds there that just didn't it didn't work with the whole project. I won't say it didn't work with the song cuz I've heard songs that have had that those type of sounds and sometimes mm-hmm. it works. Um especially for stuff that's kind of like more like not acid rap, but just like more experimental with like the beats and stuff. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just don't think it. I just don't think it worked. It's kind of those songs where like it's gonna been taken out of the project. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I had the same issue as the last track too. I barely heard what he was saying. Really? Bass. 
Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I kind of. I kind of have the same. I have kind of the same thing too. What kind of headphones y'all listening to this stuff with? Apple headphones. <laughs> it's regular, regular <laughs> ass headphones, bro. I, I listen in the car usually, and I feel like I was able to still hear everything. But I digress. He didn't do the <laughs> earphones test. <laughs> I really don't. Sounds like trash in the ear. Yo, bro, it's been it's great in the car. Really different, bro. For real. Yeah, you, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. Produce. You gotta listen to it on all fucking things to see how it sounds universally, man. Yeah. That's interesting. Never even thought about that. I, I like cars, like my preferred method of like listening to music usually. Yeah, I usually do headphones, speaker, and then like car. They all sound different. Yeah. I mean, even but you also too, you're also in New too. York City, so like <laughs> you're not driving too much. Even even <laughs> playing trying to say. Even even playing on your phone too, because like even like me like mixing and stuff, and like play something on the phone, like I might catch something on the hearing on the phone that I didn't hear in my speakers or in the car. Where I mean, like, oh, just like shit. the phone speaker. No yeah, way. because That's different too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you know more so. There's more of a higher register sound when you're playing your speakers from the phone. Like for for my phone, I have a Galaxy Note 10 Plus, so like there's a there's the, the bass. Uh, the sub is on the top and the tweeter is on the bottom. So, like, there was something I caught from, like, the tweeter when I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, I need to fix that. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known, like, I didn't know that when I was playing it from, like, my my uh, my UE boom speaker and from my computer speakers and from the car. So, just, yeah, yeah. it's just one of those things. You just got to listen on all sides. Definitely. And if you're bored like me and you fuck with the EQ, it just sounds a whole lot different in all these types of frequencies. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that next track was Broke Boy Anthem. Go ahead and play that one. What Thank happened to Breadman? <laughs> I was going to mention that, but but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he's talking about other people. I, oh, I want to say. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm gonna okay. tell you, we have went from Breadman to Broke Boy and vice versa. So <laughs> Three I, I can relate. I think this girl ripped him off. What happened? <laughs> He got a gold digger. No, all right, yeah, let me play this song. I'm so sorry, sir, but your card declined. Damn. I'm broke. I don't even got enough to stay afloat. Still flexing on a nigga like broke. Oh, wait. No, I can't because I'm broke. So this song to me was hilarious. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely skippable because it, it definitely seems like a joke kind of song. But I, I can see this song like popping up on like a fucking TikTok or some bullshit, you know, just like. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Your TikTok song, man. Go viral. <laughs> like there's definitely like one of those songs where it's like, I don't want to hear it, but like I could I could definitely picture it being used. Yeah, it reminds me of like a like a Macklemore song or something. Yeah. Damn, you said nobody wants to hear Macklemore. I'm going to pop this. <laughs> wow. $20 in my pocket. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, nobody nobody wants to listen to Macklemore no more, so. <laughs> Has he done anything after the whole, well, after I, don't, dis- I don't deserve this Grammy? After he discovered his own white privilege and then released White Privilege 1 and 2, uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, not really. Ah, yeah. Got his money and dipped. Like it's the fucking drug game. <laughs> I mean, you know, st- 
<laughs> That's hilarious. I know, but I was thinking like it's funny because like when you hear black, when you t- uh, like you know when you're like talking like you know people of color talk about Macklemore, like people fuck with Macklemore, but like mm-hmm. he like he even knew like his own privilege. You're like, damn, I took this shit from Kendrick Lamar, dude. You know, so mm-hmm. but yeah, it's kind of sad that that he's not making music anymore. But yeah. I had never even thought about him until now. So, like, I, I can't even say it was kind of sad. Like, uh, <laughs> not for real. I mean, if you guys watch Dave, like, on FX, like, Malcolm will showed up on one of the episodes, which I, I thought was pretty funny. Hi, I'm like, Dave. Yo, that, the fucking intro to Dave is a bop. <laughs> Yo, Dave, no funny shit, is White Atlanta. <laughs> really? I, haven't, I don't think I've seen Dave. The, the second season, that I could definitely see that. The first season, though, I, I feel like the first season was way better than the second. The second season was definitely like, huh? Like, I feel like yeah, he was, was trying to be going on. Like, he was trying to be like extra creative. I don't know if he pulled it off the right way, but I think he also won the shitload of fucking Emmys recently for it, too. So, like, oh, wow. Yeah, but well, I, I didn't like you, the did second season as much. I'll tell you, did you be surprised at who's in the show and who he gets on the show? Just like, what? Yeah. Even like, at yeah. Doja in one episode. <laughs> Yeah, they oh, wow. had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in one mm-hmm. episode. Like, yo, it was—it's crazy. But uh, um, all right. So, did you have anything else to say about Broco Anthem? Because we got one more track, and if we get into our news, uh, what's our time looking like? Uh, it's a great question. I don't—I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> <laughs> the hour mark, not even. I think we need an hour. Shit, already? Oh, uh, well. Yeah. It's all right. Man. Fuck it, man. Yeah, we're we here. We're here, we here, here, bro. We're here. We can do this. <laughs> but um, we got one more track, which was In My Zone. And this one, right up my alley. Go ahead and cue that all one. Right. Cue we ma. It's going to be a while before I come home. I've been out here aiming for the throne. It's harder when you're doing this on your own. Keep it moving till it's gone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't have uh, too much to say about this track other than like it, the vibe is just right up my alley like it's definitely my kind of song and when he's like i'm in my zone leave me alone like i felt that <laughs> like leave me the fuck alone <laughs> like nah, um, i'm minding my business the out there <laughs> like, i'm minding my business like just leave me alone like i'm chilling <laughs> it's so a great outro track about? i'll say yeah, that it's a sure. really great outro track and Bro, he went the- from he went from bread man to broke boy anthem to end my zone, leave me alone. That girl ripped him off. <laughs> no. Still think That's he was lying, Chris? That's <laughs> what happens when you try to go for one night, bro. You get fucked up. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Went for one night to leave me the fuck alone. I never should have touched her. <laughs> now I got crabs and I got no money. <laughs> Whoa. That escalated crazy. <laughs> Jeez. I'm just that painting. Was, a, that was a joke, just, guys. As a joke, I'm just painting. I'm just painting a picture for <laughs> no, the. That's a crazy picture to write. Yeah, hey, man, that's crazy shit. You know, if that's what was on the album, that's crazy shit. Kidding. But, um, 
So with that being the end of the project, like what did y'all think about the project as a whole? Like with some more specifics than we started out with? Honestly, talking about it just kind of made me like stick to my points even more. It's just like some things were really good. Some things was like, eh, and stuff like that. And I don't think there was just so much consistency going on as a whole. It's, mm-hmm. it's very erratic. But uh, it's not a bad project as a whole. That's not what I'm saying at all. I think it's actually really good. But um, that's just my only issue with it. It's just that I wish it would be more consistent. Yeah, I think for I think for me, um, Southside's really when I kind of like my ears perked up, as you like to say, Preston. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I was like, okay, I fuck with this, you know. And then those the, the songs after that are pretty good, you know. Bread Man gets the checks. One night, Destiny, uh, Iced Out might be my favorite song. Might be. I think the ba- I still think the bass is kind of crazy on it, but it's still like I really like Icy Said's uh, feature on it. I think he does a really good job. Uh, so between that and Southside, I'd probably say Southside if I had a gun pointed in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think the I think it's a pretty good project. I think that what it struggles with is uh, artist identity. Um, you already show you can produce your ass off, um, and maybe some of the bass overdriven a little too much on a couple of the songs, like Sheesh. Um, but uh, as far as artist identity, I feel like I feel like you could have you could have re- took class out and put anybody else rapping those things, and it would have been the same project. And to me, that's a problem. To me, that's a problem. Mm. You know, like you can't take Drake out of Certified Lover Boy and put in somebody else. It's not going to be. The same I, yes, project. you fuck. You can. No, you can't. No, you can't. Oh. Stop. <laughs> Yo, yes, the fuck you can. <laughs> no, you can't. Why? Uh, oh, whatever. Go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> hey, Chris agrees with Such me. Such a hater, man. Oh I know it's God. ridiculous, right? <laughs> ridiculous, unbelievable. But um, yeah, I think as far as for yeah, so I, that's kind of my take there. Um, the album art is kind of interesting. I don't know if it necessarily detests to like the like the songs in general. I know not every album like art does that. But uh, yeah, overall the project it's pretty good. Uh, a couple of songs you can definitely play at parties, clubs that I respect because not a lot of not everybody can do that. So that just shows how good of a producer he is. I just think when it comes to artist identity, I think he needs to do a little more, you know, uh, from a lyricist point of view, and then also just from really creating that type of like him as an artist, like how his style is, think creating his style. You know, mm-hmm. I think is something he needs to work on. Um, speaking of that album cover, uh, once maybe one of you guys know off your head, but like, who is the statue? Because I know it, it's a famous statue. Um, it looks like Machiavelli, isn't it? I'm not sure. I don't know if that had any meaning to it. And then I don't like the mountains in front of it. I don't. I feel like he was just putting stuff together for a vibe on album cover. Yeah, is he the Machiavelli or Michelangelo? Yeah, or like one of those guys. Yeah, but um. But yeah, like you said, I don't think the cover art has anything to do with the project specifically. Um, I didn't even care too much, honestly. But I do I, like the project. Yeah. I like when those things connect, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean? for sure. I like when those things connect. Like I was a certified lover boy, like, what the fuck? Like if there's anything <laughs> for me to bitch about, it's the cover art because it's like <laughs> that was like just trolly. Like even like Little Nas X's cover art, like it's consistent to the that that project or whatever. I didn't even but see his cover. Art. I'm about to look it up right now. It, it's not like Yo, it, it's, it's very it's saying it's, that it's, album slaps. I, I heard it's really, like he I hear it's, I hear it's really, really like good. Music. I haven't I haven't listened to it, but I hear people are fucking with it. So 
congrats to him on that. Definitely. But um, in general, I do like the project. There's probably like four or five songs out of 11 that I can see myself going back to, which I don't think is a bad number. Um, you know, it's a little over half. And you're somebody who we literally just found out about by random. So, like, that's a W in my book. Yeah, and given um, how much music is out there, that's absolutely a W. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I really like the intro. I really like Southside. I liked One Night Destiny. One Night and, is definitely the rotation. Yeah. And in my zone. So, like, I, I like tracks all over it. It wasn't even, like, only the tracks in the first half that I like, or only the tracks in the second half. Like, it was, it was spread out, which you got me to listen to the whole project and not be, like, I'm um, getting tired of it. You know, so yeah, and yeah, exactly like what we were saying as far as the Apple Music thing, as far as like stars being yeah. on the last fucking song, like that is impressive. That yeah, is impressive. Yeah, a quick question Am I a little off to say that it feels like every song here could be a single? I feel like just a bunch of singles just put mm. into an album, possibly because, in the sense that I don't, I don't think there's any like uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like, it's not very cohesive with each other like it doesn't follow a theme like it just kind of like maybe one or two tracks kind of go together and then everything else is kind of different so i I could get that because like south side get to the checks and Breadman, those three specifically like you know they're they're talking about similar stuff and then one night destiny talking about similar stuff then iced out and sheesh are very different so yeah, I, yeah. I could I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I think mo- most of the songs that I liked, I think they could have been they could have been uh singles, which I don't think is a bad thing either. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Um but yeah. Yeah. So uh with the end of that project, let's get into uh more people that are have have better replayability than Drake. Um, <laughs> Michael Michael Jackson and Drake have been getting compared for some reason on I on hate Twitter the internet, dude. I hate the Twitter fucking verse. internet. Why? Why are we even talking about Michael I was Jackson? Say, this is a sense. quick. This is a quick discussion because on Twitter, they they posted a thing. It was like, is Drake better or on the same level as Michael Jackson? And my immediate reaction is hell no. And then somebody put up a clip of they put up that clip of Michael Jackson on the patio of his hotel and the fucking the streets were flooded of people. And I commented like this was without the Internet, by the way, <laughs> like Michael yeah. Jackson had people lined up for fucking days to see him. And this wasn't even like with Internet. This was all word of mouth. Like you, there's no way you're comparing anybody to Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I fucking hate the internet so much. Sometimes <laughs> there's this, there's they're they're two completely different artists, and Michael well, Jackson, too. yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson for a reason, you know what I mean? Like his dancing ability was incredible, his vocal range was incredible, his his, his ability to make to make the the hits that he made with those things in mind, you know, amazing music videos, just like. There's there's so much that he does that I don't even it's not even in the same it's not even in the same boat and like you said Chris this is without the internet driving everything I am not Chris sir or I'm sorry <laughs> Preston 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 
press it. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting tired here. Uh, but yeah, it's it's not it's not even like it, for you saying you know the the internet like that wasn't even a factor you know with all of that. So it just shows the power of the word of mouth you know and just just Michael Jackson being Michael Jackson. So I think it's a silly comparison. Definitely Drake definitely has his uh he gets his flowers for what you know he can do, which is you know generate hit after hit and being relevant for ten years, but. You know, Michael Jackson's been relevant for for decades. You know, and, and there's a reason for that. So, mm-hmm. let me get this on my system real quick. If you say Drake is yeah. better than fucking Michael Jackson, first it's too long. Now it's this bullshit. <laughs> All I'm saying is that you know how great you got to be. To have that type of comparison, that's all I'm saying. That's, Shut up. That's all I'm saying. I'm they not just saying pulled anything more. people out of a hat and said this will be they trending just, on the just internet. They pulled the most popular person <laughs> right now versus one of the most popular people in the world. <laughs> like that was all they did. I'm just saying, bro. You you got to be great to begin those types of comparisons. You, you're not going to be whack for that. But if I'm being honest, if we're being honest, it's really not fair because there's not going to be another Michael. At all, man. That dude was way too talented, way too popular, way too influential. Anybody that was even close to being on that level is still nowhere near close. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's not fair to compare. Nah. Michael always going to be Michael. And I don't think anybody's going to get to that level. So I, at least not now, anyway. Yeah. And there was a post that Jarrell had sent to me on Instagram that the Shade Room posted. Well, they, they, well, they didn't post it. They, like, reposted it off somebody else a strapped hh never heard of them but uh they were like best michael jackson song of all time and you can't say thriller or billy jean i'm like why are they saying that like that's the only two songs that michael jackson is known for like it's a social like, media what the fuck was that it's like, a social media bullshit yeah i know i'm just real. like uh <laughs> you can't say thriller or billy jean that's fine i can name like it's, fucking 20 exactly. others dude. Like, like, i don't know, I don't know. You know, it's like, like you're not talking to like people that are born like 2010, bro. <laughs> Dude, for real, man. But then, um, like other than that, what else we had going on? Wait, that, I'll say that, this though: Drake is better than the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> I never really listened to the Beatles, so I can't exactly. The Beatles have no, no slaps. That, that, but no, I but a, like that for me, that's that a cultural thing. <laughs> Wait, what that would stri- no, I said I know a friend that that would strike a huge chord with that. He'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking <laughs> about?" No, the I've I've always have said this. I've the Beatles are iconic for a reason. They, I mean, they as far as like the boy band thing, like making it, making that a popular notion, and then obviously like kind of like. It's just re-engineering rock and roll. But I always say Beatles are better songwriters than they are than than anything else than anything else that i would respect as far as them being you know musicians or whatever they're they have some of the best they have some of the best written songs the best lyrics but th- i give them flowers for that but yeah i don't know about comparing that's, right, that's where you draw the line though <laughs> yeah everything else, yeah. everything else because like people can cover their songs and they sound a lot better than the beatles <laughs> <laughs> oh so and, and i don't think you can uh say that because i didn't listen to the beatles growing up that like that's that's why they're not as good just because like i grew up in harlem so like we we weren't really listening to the beatles we were listening to like soulful stuff like and and hip-hop and rap like we were in new york city like i'm like the beatles were popular like everybody knows about the beatles but culturally we weren't listening to the beatles i'm just saying if the beatles had slaps like that we would have 
I don't even know because well, there's, there's a, a lot. There's a lot of like famous rock stars that I don't listen to just because rock was never really like that in my category growing up. But I could tell you about basic bands that you'll probably know exactly who they are just based off of the name. The Beatles, and, song <laughs> and I know plenty of other rock artists. But name like, a I don't song. I don't know. I can't name. Come a, I can't on, name a, guys. I, really? I know honestly. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, I don't. Well, no. Uh, Beach. Beach, beach girls, beach boys. I wish that's no, another that's beach boys song. Oh, you're right. Now, then I don't know then. Okay. But, but um, but uh, like I, I don't, I, I don't know what Ozzy Osbourne song. I don't know what ACDC song. Like, there's a lot oh, come of huge on. highway to hell. Come on, what, guys. Oh, let's see, I, I know that when I hear it. Uh, but like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like, yeah. I, like, I, I, there's a lot of huge artists that I can't name a song for. I just know about the artists because of they were big yeah so i i don't i don't think that's a fair like thing to say i the well i mean there's an even deeper darker criminal link too on what chris just said because back in the day 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 even before our time we didn't hear certain songs on the radio because of racist radio stations putting them sending them to black neighborhood areas which is where you you hear the term the chitlin circuit you know so i've never heard that before you haven't oh mm-hmm. uh uh fucking little brother their album chitlin circuit that's that's what the that's what that term is called great fucking oh. album too by the way um but uh yeah so you had like you know you had your your awesome blues artists and you know, uh, fucking Howlin' Wolf, and you know, uh, and all and all those folks, John Lee Hooker. They weren't they weren't playing on white radio stations because they were black. So mm-hmm. you know, they would put them through different local areas. So, uh, but aside from that, um, you know. I'm kind of from a different cloth, I guess, just because like you know, me being a guitarist, like there's a bunch of I, there's a multitude of other music that I'm familiar with as far as like rock and everything. But like you said, uh, Preston, it's a cultural thing. If you're around people that listen to certain types of music, you start there and you listen to that type of music. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it, it takes to me, it takes people that, you know, uh, to connect to different new music like Rage Against the Machine is my favorite rock band of all time. I know that because I met my friend, my friend at the time, Nick in high school, and he was listening to Rage Against the Machine. I was like, the fuck are you listening to? Boom. <laughs> I'm a fan of Rage Against the Machine. So. So, yeah, it definitely is a cultural, cultural thing. So, yeah, fuck you, Chris. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with all that, but doesn't this prove my point, though? <laughs> yes, it does. But anyway, um, other big news this week. We got a uh, scammer lady. What's her name? I love this scammer, scammer lady. lady. Scammer lady. Uh, Karen, Karen, Karen Civil. Karen well, apparently, Karen. is not very civil at all. <laughs> so I, I haven't really looked that up too much. So what you guys oh, have to say about uh, that? Uh, okay, I'll talk since you're up getting something um so yeah so if for those of you who are not familiar uh karen Hill has been uh in the shade room and all types of social media stuff just because of different dealings that he uh, she has done with different artists uh joiner lucas is kind of the main one because she says that he says that she scammed him out of sixty thousand dollars as far as like promotions and whatnot and also there was another big thing where she hired a hacker to delete an artist's uh, social media. Um, the reason why she, I don't think she actually, uh, she actually said, 
But uh, some people no, just said I did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, said, I did that shit. yeah, yeah, I, I think did it. I think she just said, "Yeah, what a glove fit too." <laughs> exactly and what i thought was hilarious too uh for you know because as everyone is like you know either on on karen civil's side or on you know meek mill joiner lucas and aaron elsa's side you have freddie gibbs who's like oh like like she don't fuck with me because i'm a real nigga like in quotes <laughs> like, that's what he said but he's like i got nothing bad to say about her uh but um yeah and then uh academics on his platform he was talking about how He's like, y'all don't even know like the stuff that she's done. And he was like, there's a video. There was a video of Meek Mill beating up his girlfriend. And she just had made that video disappear, you know, mm, and like, wow. You know, so it's just like, OK, wow. Interesting. That's so, wild. yeah. So, I mean, I'm curious t- to me, like, I know we were kind of talking about this a little bit. It does seem kind of snaky, but then also, like, I feel like it's a problem with uh contractually as far when it comes to like pr people uh as far as like look if you're giving someone a certain amount of money that contractually there needs to be uh, uh there needs to be some constraints or some some like due dates or times of like if you don't make x thing happen then the residuals or whatever that i give you like that needs to be returned back to me you know it's not just Mm -hmm. i give you ten thousand dollars and you make me quote unquote famous like there isn't enough quantifiable reasoning i feel like within a contract to me and it seems like a lot of people that have been in karen civil's position have been able to get a lot of money and they may not have been able to pull these connections that they have because that's like Mm -hmm. that's like the whole point is like is to get these to get these roadblocks you know available you know having your your music go to all types of sites very quickly with you know the the uh going around the uh logarithms you know that everyone else Mm -hmm. has to go through and stuff like that shit like that venues and all that shit so but the other thing is like look if if she's in fact scammed you out of sixty thousand dollars then one you need to go to court like 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 you need to as far as like either being a civil case or a uh, a criminal case and get your bread you know what i mean mm. uh or like you just did the artist stupid thing because like every artist gets fucked one way shape or form when it comes to the business like it sucks but it's like you know yeah sometimes a lot of these artists they make they, they get in that dumb you know that dumb bear trap that they step in so that's just kind of what i what i think i don't think she's an evil person but uh, she did lose a case before this whole shit started because uh, there was mm-hmm. a case that she was in similar to do with funds or money or whatever, and she lost that case and she owed that person money. And then this thing started to come up. So I think that's kind of how this brewed on. Uh, but that's kind of my take on it. And then also like her podcast, Girl, I guess, like after 16 episodes, I don't even know if that's even a podcast anymore. And it's a part of Joe Button's network. And <laughs> Joe Button was like, hey, like I have nothing to say about this. Like prayers to both parties involved i'm like of course you're gonna say that but um but yeah that's kind of my take on it what, what do you guys think um, um well we gotta uh think about it real quick because karen silver came up in the blog era so she was kind of the ones that was dropping all the exclusives and like building all these relationships and building influence upon with with the rappers that are like popping out like you know meek Nicki minaj you know she was fucking with lil wayne jay all like every artist that's popping right now so She's in that position, especially in the industry. We know the industry isn't like you really can't 
play goody two shoes. You got to play a little shysty and that shit. And she knows how to really maneuver in that regard. Yeah. And you know, it's just too many people coming up and just saying a whole bunch of bullshit about her. And then a whole bunch of people talking about they brought up their issues and then, you know, she got their stories taken away or like they disappeared. Like Jesse Wu, for example, and like, there's just too many examples. She's just like, she did that shit. Whatever they say, she yep. did that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what I was going to say was like, I guess you just kind of answered the question, but I was like, how is she getting away with this shit? And everybody has a story about it. And then like, I thought we were way past the point of getting played by a contract. Like our people just like that desperate to be put on where they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to give you money with hopes that you do what you say. Like, like, I don't get that. Like, especially with that much amount of money is like, no, fuck out. I need my shit secure, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of artists would probably be like, I could be in and out, drop a couple projects and then I'll just become independent afterwards. But then they realize it's not as easy as it sounds. But to to give somebody that you don't know who is in the industry that much amount of money and be like, yeah, I have faith that you're going to do what you do. Fuck that. Like, are you stupid? Yeah. (laughs) And and then especially on the Joyner Lucas side of things, because I was like, bro, you said you uh, he put on Twitter like uh, like he gave her six thousand dollars. And like that was like pretty much thousand. 60,000? Yeah, 60,000, yeah. yeah. Fucking ridiculous. I mean, he was like, that was like all he had, even though he just had a kid and blah, 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 and she just took it. I'm like, bro, first of all, you got a kid and you just gave your whole fucking life savings away to somebody with the hopes that they were going to do something. Yeah, it's like, that's not Karen Civil's fault, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And and, And then it's like, did you have anything in writing you know like what the fuck yeah. like we we all know what happened with lauren hill back in the day so it was mm. like you're not going like there's it's like what the fuck were you thinking bro yeah 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 that's kind of my thing like it's hard for me to be it's hard for me to be sympathetic to something like that when it's just i just feel like there's obvious holes as far as like logic <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like why would you do that you know so uh yeah i mean i think th- i think there does come a point in time when it t- when it comes to an artist really trying to get their thing out there you know their their, their music their, their their you know them out there as an artist where they do have to connect with someone where they kind of have to work in a in a uh, in good faith sentiment or if they don't draft a contract themselves uh or or work with someone that can draft a contract uh, but when your shit broke, you know, people take advantage of you. When your shit broke and your talent, if you have sixty thousand dollars, you are not shit broke. Well, yeah, I wasn't speaking. Well, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. You, yeah, you're, absolutely, like, you're absolutely right there. I wasn't talking about the Joyner Lucas. I was talking about more so to more so like for like the average artist, you know. Yeah. But but yeah, for someone like Joyner Lucas, it just seemed like he just made a dumb fucking decision. And uh, you know, it's like, bro, like if you have sixty thousand dollars, you have a lawyer. Like, take her to court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, so that's kind of my thing. But yeah, uh, that whole situation seems crazy to me. And then I think uh, something else that Joanna posted, I think it was later on, but he was saying some shit about how his record label kind of played him with the song, um, I'm Not Racist, how they didn't want to have anything to do with it. And then uh, he made it for like $50, the whole video and all that stuff. And then as soon as it got popular, they like, oh, it's our song. 
like because he doesn't <laughs> apparently he doesn't own uh, he doesn't own his masters or whatever and i was just like well, there you go there you go i'm like at this That's point thing, man. i'm like gotta... at this point in hip-hop you still let somebody own your masters kanye west, How many times? On, kanye west doesn't own his yeah masters. but Con- yeah but kanye west got put on early like early 2000s you know that was like when hip-hop was like peaking you like know, he's like a, he's in a life, like yeah, that crazy. Yeah, like contract. he he was so at that Universal point. has him in a headlock, bro. He's not. Yeah, going but nowhere, but Kanye bro. was at that point where people were still kind of like figuring it out. Like hip hop was becoming the biggest thing ever. Like Joiner got put on what five years, six years, seven years ago. I want to say like you should know by now, bro. Mm. Like you're not about to have somebody own all your music. Like that's ridiculous to me. Another it's, stupid decision. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that one is Mass a little. Throw. I feel like that one is a lot more common than the sixty thousand dollars thing, just because like but at uh, this point in hip hop, a lot like of people rap. are still. It's like you said before. It's like you said previous episodes. A lot of people are still in contract. They're still trying to get out of that. They've been in for ten but like years. I said, but Joiner hasn't been on that long. That's what I'm saying. Like that 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 that, that, that detests to him being in a contract still. I mean. <laughs> I, but I, I do agree with you as far as like when it comes to new artists, like bro, like if Chance has his own map, like if Chance owns his own masters, like come on. A lot of people are trying to re-record their own shit. At least I don't know from like a hip hop sense, but a lot of people are re-recording their own stuff so they can actually own their masters. But yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the way I think about it is just that yo, it's so easy to kind of just release music and do distribution and shit now like you don't have to get stuck in that contract anymore especially nowadays bro yeah like it's so easy to make music bro you could yo i could i could make music right now we could make music right now and that should be a hit trust and believe we don't have to do but studio time. you just gotta promote it as such but making music <laughs> and making a making a a platinum selling streaming song i mean those are two completely different things i mean i feel like if you don't own your masters at least own your publishing like Lil wayne he recently just sold his publishing which i don't think he should have not you just see, his nikki's and drake's yeah yeah what? like for like hundreds of millions of dollars but wayne wayne has publishing that should have been in the billions like near damn near billions because he's worked with so many fucking artists mm-hmm. um and has made so many goddamn hits so a lot of people are lowballing their publishing which is insane bob dylan sold his fucking publishing um who that Preston, <laughs> nah, nah, you dragged the Preston. You dragged it, bro. If Stop Chris it. is saying you bugging, don't talk to me, bro. You ain't telling me who's Bob Dylan. You don't know who Bob Dylan is. All right. Next topic. Enough is enough. <laughs> you young cast are crazy. <laughs> All right, next topic. Tory Lanez clears out his IG and, but not his Twitter. Um, just yeah. found that out on the way home from work today. Oh, okay. You're saying it has to do with the court case um, with him and Megan Thee Stallion. But you were saying it was because of the restraining order. Yeah. Well, first, it was funny because first I was scared. I was like, oh, man, like, he's not, he's not like taking a turn for the worst, like mentally, is he? Because I heard like it's been real. And then mm-hmm. the next post that comes up, like, Tory Lane's going back, going to jail for violating his restraining order. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, he's just going to jail. Okay. <laughs> it's just jail. It's no just problem. jail. You know, and he's fucking Tory Lanez, so he has money, so he'll probably just pay the people to put him in, like, a, a pretty nice area, you know, fe- fucking, what, fe- the, uh, federal, you know, so. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it seems like, uh, 
Seems like he violated that parole. And you know what's funny? Because of this, guys, I think Cassidy won. <laughs> wow. Wow. I think yeah, Cassidy no. won the battle, bro. Sorry. Get that out of here. No, I'm not saying no. No. And then he did no. it. This is his chess move. He was like, he's going to violate parole, and everything that I released as a diss track is going to be valid. Yo, Cassidy was so bad. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I, you really can't watch the idols for long, man, because they just... <laughs> Speaking of fucking train crashes, like, I really want to see a documentary of, like, the rise and fall of Tory Lanez, bro, because, like, fucking sure. the... The whole uh, the quarantine party, whatever the fuck he was doing when the pandemic first quarantine, hit. quarantine, quarantine radio. Like he quarantine. he was he was at like his peak of his career at the very beginning of quarantine. Lasted for a couple months, and the next thing you know, he's the most hated fucking person in the industry because he shot one of the other biggest artists out at the moment. Yeah, so I'm gonna shoot a queen that is Meg The Stallion. I'm like, what is wrong with you, Torley? <laughs> It was like within within like a year he hit his peak and he hit his very bottom and I was just like wow like so, look, we so. all knew about Tory Lanez for a pretty long time but like the whole quarantine radio thing was like his biggest fucking thing ever self sabotage bro self sabotage I'll be honest took a year bro <laughs> I'll be honest yo I can't wait for this to be over it's just like yo either lock him up or say she lying because it got to be one or the other he did it or he ain't do it just say it already like. Yeah. If he did it, lock him up, throw away the keys. He's done out here. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. And then um that the whole straining order thing happened at I wanna assume at Lollapalooza when he hopped on stage with the baby. Yeah. I think which I must it. say is a very it was a very eventful day because the, I think that was the same day the baby Nearly got canceled for his comments about oh, gay people. Like, said all that crazy shit. Yeah, bro, the yeah. baby was bugging. So I don't like, know what he was. The baby about, and Tory Lanez both got fucked at Lollapalooza. <laughs> like, Yo, two pack, two pack of justice. Oh, pack watch. <laughs> Rolled them up, shoes over. <laughs> And then fucking uh, the baby also has there was a clip going around Twitter of one of his fans like fucking acting stupid because he saw the baby in a car literally took the shirt off his back to give to his fan. And he was like making it seem like this is like the biggest fucking thing in the world for him. That behave here. Is there anybody that y'all would act like that towards? Janae. Janae Aiko. Uh, <laughs> Janae Aiko. Yo, bro. If Janae Aiko is in front of me, I'm going stupid, bro. You only want to shirt off her back, too, huh? Yo. <laughs> Marry me, please. That's all I'm saying. I, I don't know if there's anybody that, like, I love Childish Gambino, but I feel like I would not act like that. I, I, like, yeah. I saw him eating dinner. He was at a, I was going to a comedy show in LA and he was eating dinner at the restaurant right next to the comedy club. I was like, yeah. Childish Gambino is one of those people I would love to like just have a conversation with the dude like not even about like not even just about like oh business and put me on like the whole Jay-Z or the 500 grand thing I was like it's not it's not even that kind of like I would love to just like have a conversation with Childish Gambino I would just be his fucking friend like just chill talk 
Like that's like I I appreciate Childish Gambino to that level. Like oh I so agree. Same same. Five hundred k or dinner with Childish Gambino. What you're picking? I'm taking a five hundred k. I love you said all that. <laughs> yeah, but like, but like I'm saying, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm taking the fucking money. I can meet you another time, bro. <laughs> like, oh my god, five hundred k. That is hilarious. I can, I can set myself up. For success with just fucking real estate at that point. I could start with like my first house and start renting this shit out paid in full. Like, you know, like I could start all that shit immediately. There's no reason to talk to you, bro. I just want my house in cash. <laughs> I just I just love the timing of all that. As far as like, man, that's what I charge you him. I just, you know, it's pretty cheap as earth. Yeah, but like oh. <laughs> if you offer me five hundred K or or meet Charles again, I'll pay for a ticket to his concert and try to have a conversation. You know, right. like I could 500k. That's like, yeah. you're stupid to not take that. Logic, yeah, <laughs> logically, people should be saying 500k. It's like, bro, I have student loans to pay off, and I want to buy a house. So exactly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, fucking, if you go to like Texas or some shit, you could probably buy like two, three houses. Who knows? <laughs> shit, don't, buy, don't fuck with Texas, bro. <laughs> they be fucking up. Hey, you you don't gotta you don't gotta live there. You just gotta rent out the place. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you that's just true. gotta rent out. That's the a places. good point. That's, that's a good all point. it is. That's a good point. And then um, the Fugees have a reunion coming up. Apparently, hey. I'm really fucking hyped for twenty fifth anniversary, right? I think are, it's, I think so. Holy Are you shit. sure it's gonna happen? Uh, <laughs> I, be, I believe it. All, I think it all depends on Lauren Hill. Like that's it, what I'm saying. She's it's all she, on Lauren she's, Hill. She's still in shape lyrically, bro. King Disease <laughs> Two. That she's still in shape. Yeah. So she that is very true. She she's she's did stuff recently to where yeah. it could still happen. It's not like her and the Fugees have bad blood. Like you they waiting just kind two of, hours. You said what? <laughs> are you guys waiting two hours at the concert? Waiting two hours for her to show up. Yep. <laughs> well, because it's the Fugees, I th- I mean, it might start on time, but that's, maybe that's just me being hopeful. <laughs> I, I I still want a ticket. Like I, yeah. I'd wait. I, I'd be all right. Because like, that's how funny. often? Because like, you don't see Lauren Hill ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, so like, I I don't mind waiting. You know, like yeah. that's that is like a moment that you know, not a lot of people could say that they have. Yeah. She, man. Yeah. It's, it, I have a very, very much a love hate relationship with Lauren Hill. Cause like, obviously miseducation, Lauren Hill is one of the greatest albums of all time. And then obviously like the score of the Fuji's great fucking album. And she like murdered every fucking like bar on, on that project. Uh, and obviously all the things that she like sung through as well. But I don't know, man. She's if we're talking about just like certain things that people do in the industry, that's been like kind of like shady, shady. She's she's on that list too, you know. And I just I I, I found that out like a couple of years ago. But oh, I never heard about that. I thought she really? was the one that got screwed over. Oh no, she she. I mean, probably both. She's the one doing the screwing too. Um, <laughs> like there was a lot of people that worked on Miseducation and Lauren Hill that did not get credited. Whoa! And if you don't get credited, guess what? You don't get your royalties. You know what I mean? Um, and then just she treats people like she she treats people like 
she's like, I'm God, and because I'm God, you need to treat me like God. Like, she has a very much an aura. Allegedly, like, things, or like... No, like, this is, like, practically a fact. Like, there's artists wow. that have, like... And then I remember, um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, piano player uh, Robert Glasper. He's done, he's, yeah. like, worked with, like, everyone and yeah. their mother, like, Common and stuff. Um, he talks about it on a, I want to say it's NPR or a podcast where he talks about how he wanted to work with Lauren Hill because it's Lauren Hill mm-hmm. and Lauren Hill, whoever's manager said, oh, well, you need to, um, you need to audition for the part. And he's like, I'm Robert Glasper. I don't need to audition for anybody. <laughs> he's like, I don't, know, I don't know if you know who the fuck I am, but I'm one audition. of the best piano players in the world. I have Grammys. Like, like audition no. just to like have a feature. Yeah, exactly. And he's what? like, he's like, fuck no. He's like, no. If either you want to do it or you don't. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no. My auditioning days were were in the conservatory. He's like, I'm one of the best piano players of all time. Like, no, like fuck off. You know. So. Yeah, there's there's some there's you know there's a little bit of bad blood you know with her on on some stuff, but uh, I mean it's it's without a doubt that people will go you know to go see her. So yeah, uh, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen. I hope she releases new music. That's kind of my thing. I'm curious to see where her head's at, especially after that feature um, of, of what was it called? Nobody knows or nobody on the King Disease two, but yeah. Oh, nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if she released new music like solo. Mm. I have no hopes for that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, speaking of new music, J. Cole released a new verse over a Drake beat. What was the beat that he did? It was under uh, the pipe. It was the, the for the song Pipe Down. It was under yeah. that song that he uh, did a verse over. And it's like a very okay, like, yeah, it was cool. Like, I like the song more than the beat for Pipe Down, <laughs> like, as far as like, the lyrics and everything. So, him doing the verse over it. I know you said it was mid, right? It mm. was, eh. it was, eh. it was very J. Cole, you know, like, Cole, what's going on, man? These last speeches have been <laughs> first from his jacket. I don't want him to bat a thousand. I'm just recognizing that yeah. not everything he's been doing is as great as everybody makes it seems. That's, the that's, season that's where is a I good stand. album. Definitely, no, it's no, not, it was, it's not it a was fall. A, it's not like how it should, like you know, like his next project, how it should be like mm, fucking. Insane. It was a, it was a good project, but like yeah. everybody's making it seem like it was something that it wasn't. And it I, was J. Cole mid, which is better than most shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So but like, it's still mid. But that's that's also a whole another thing of just making music. Like you, everybody peaks at a certain point, you know. <laughs> yeah, you have to outdo yourself, or just yeah, like, you have to fuck, outdo like, yourself done every time. <laughs> like it's, it's like you can't, like it's impossible to outdo yourself every time. Yeah, I, I do agree with you though, Preston. I mean, watching when I finished the music video and everything, I was like, he didn't need to put this out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Freddie Gibbs is uh, rhyming over the uh, the first uh, song on Certified Lover Boy. That shit was fire. He was fucking spitting, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like, yes, put that out. And then like everyone else started rapping over Drake beats as well. Like Lupe did his thing, and I was like, Yo, and y'all talk about you mean over the Masego beat? It yeah, greatness, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> over the Masego beat. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Lupe did his version, and I was like. Lupe work on your other stuff. Um, <laughs> Lupe got baby teeth. Uh, 
I still can't get over that, yo. Y'all gonna stop coming at Lupe. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, that's funny, but come on, man. Let's not do this to Lupe, man. I have too much respect. The coolest, like, the, the, what did you say? His 10th anniversary or something? Yeah, or it was just passed. I think, yeah, like, yesterday. One of the greatest yeah, albums of all time. But yeah. So many jokes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Royce Royce got him with that, bro. If it wasn't if there's was any diss on that on the, his diss track when he said the baby teeth thing, I, I, yeah, I lost it. I was like, damn. And then got people it. never let go of the whole martial arts side of Lupe either. <laughs> people never let it go. I'm like, yo, that to me that's dope. I mean, but bro, I'm a martial arts fan. He wants so to be a ninja yeah. so bad, like <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, man. They're like, how are you a rapper and a ninja? Like what the fuck is that? Like, no, I think that's great. I think it's dope. He's been been in professional martial arts for 30 years. I had no idea until like an Instagram live. I was like, oh, fuck. He's he's a professional fighter. I think that shit's dope. But then it's hard for me to take him serious when you're doing it in your living room. (laughs) (laughs) Where do where do you expect people to practice? They're going to go to a dojo every time. I'm just saying, bro, it's hard for me to take you serious. No nah, man, he's, shut up. He's spoken could, like somebody who's never practiced martial I, arts. Because I remember, no, I, well, I remember I he talked about having. <laughs> I remember he and talked you never about practice at home. <laughs> nah, I practice outside in the park, you know, with nature, because that's what you're supposed to. <laughs> that's nah. called Tai Chi, Chris. <laughs> we 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 pushed the couches aside and did our our Taekwondo kicks and shit growing up. Like we practice at home. There was no reason to go outside, just to <laughs> practice. You were spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it in the streets. There you go. There you go. But yeah, no, I fuck with that. Bro, you like five hard. foot flat. How much space did you need? I don't need a lot of space, actually. Say, why you call my boy like that, bro? <laughs> hey, that's one of my many strengths, man. I fit in anywhere, so. There you go. There you so go. you don't need to be outside. There you go. Element <laughs> of surprise. <laughs> and then, um, speaking of more new music. Apparently, Rihanna made some comments about her music that people have been waiting God knows how long for. I don't mean that it's going to be it's going to be music that is unexpected. And you put that in quotes because I don't think she's making anything right now. You think she was just fucking with everybody? She's just having fun with ASAP Rocky. (laughs) Yo, bro, she was in the Bronx. She was in the Bronx, like down the block on Cincinnati Avenue, just chilling in the fire escape. I was just like. Damn, what the fuck are they doing over here? Who, who do they know over here? It was like the most obscure spot in the Bronx. I'm like, damn. They were just making a music video. Actually, right. actually, uh, fun fact, they was actually on Bosch's old block. Wow. Really? Like in his building, like that fire escape, that was actually his building that he lived in before where he's at right now. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's just like what the fuck you doing over there? Like, <laughs> yeah, because she just recently became a billionaire, so it's like, damn, she hanging, still hanging out with the homies, huh? <laughs> That's another thing too. She making too much money off of fancy. She's not worried about music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I know because if I got something after Anti, I would be very excited because Anti is an amazing fucking album. Uh, but yeah, I'm. But still, she like, said. She said that her stuff was going to be unexpected. What do you think about that? Like, you think she's going to be on here, like, spitting bars or some shit? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to hear rapping Rihanna. I love yeah. anything Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> rapping, singing, I, anything, I'll take it because I love Rihanna. But I don't know. It's it's interesting because when she says she's experimenting with different stuff, I'm like, well, how? 
what type of experimentation are we talking about? Are we talking about like Trent yeah. Reznor stuff? Are we talking about like more like rockish stuff? Are we talking about Tyler the Creator experimental stuff? So I have no idea. Executive produced by Kanye. I feel <laughs> like I can see her going. I feel like I can see her going like a more like soul soulful sound like Maybe. like a funk soul kind of thing. I can see her doing that kind of thing. I can see her work with Tyler the Creator. I can definitely see that because yeah. he worked because uh, Snow Allegra uh, worked with Tyler on a couple tracks, uh, produced a couple tracks. So now Snow Allegra is amazing, yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Her problem, her album's pretty good too. But yeah, I can um, yeah, I can see that happening. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of like curious. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. So we got one last thing before we close out. Uh, what have y'all been listening to like this past week since we last spoke? Well, unfortunately, Meek Mill's project never came out. Uh, that oh, shit. Been... I forgot about that. Never did. Yeah. We were waiting on that. Uh, patiently waiting. I was waiting to see that cover art that Chris said that uh, ripped off from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's a from Mac, rip off from Mac Miller. Uh, but that never came out. I hear Seven Street is pretty good. I haven't been listening to it personally, but I, I it seems like it's a pretty good album. Uh, to me, it's just really the same shit. Uh, the last thing I listened to was Baby Keem. Uh, AZ released an album, Do or Die, hmm. uh, which is pretty good. Um, I'm not too like I haven't listened to a bunch of his stuff, but I know he's highly respected uh as a rapper and everything and it's a pretty good album uh the last thing oh fuck there's something i sent to you uh where i was like we should oh black odyssey yeah i I listened to that too yeah it was pretty dope it's pretty wild right yeah like i i I fuck with it it reminds me of like flying lotus like thundercat vibes um Mm. so and if so if you're a fan of any of those artists uh i would definitely check out black odyssey um, so that's a good project, but um, other than that, man, it's just been kind of more of the usuals. Twisted came out with an album. I didn't even know about it. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Twisted is no He's got guns and he's pointing at. I'm like, damn, Twisted, trying to get your name out there more. <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, but yeah, if it's it's to me, and then I've been leaning back into the Donda as well because it's Donda. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. I, I've been, I've been like, I, oh my god, this fucking guy. Well, like I said earlier, I've been in more, I've been my, I've been in my R and B bag this last week. So like, uh, I've been listening. I, I went back to Jasmine Sullivan's project, The Hotels. Oh, and, um, good project, right? Yeah, I appreciated it more this time around, but I, mm. women ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they be talking, they be talking about us all the damn time, but women ain't shit. Where, nah. have, you been, where have you been, Preston? <laughs> this is what happened. A little too forever. loud, man. I, I try to stay away from the toxicity. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, that whole no project idea. was toxic as. <laughs> they created that <laughs> but it was still but it was, it was like i i appreciate the project now than than when i first listened to it um yeah. I, I listened to tim's ep it was all right it was cool mm-hmm. but i listened to black odyssey that you sent lucky day just released a song oh, um i went back to hers project and then i was like yeah this shit too long <laughs> and then and then I went to uh Ari lennox dropped a single i think i may have mentioned that last oh, week oh yeah i made for uh, her album yeah. yeah um the shea butter baby is amazing album yeah really fucking good and then i found out that fucking Giveon released i i guess it's a deluxe it's not really it's not named the same thing but mm-hmm. he released 
his project with like an additional five songs on there. Oh, I didn't man. get a chance oh, to listen to those yet. Some streams. He had to re-release some shit. <laughs> he had to re-release some shit. It has a whole new album cover. It has a whole new name. Yeah. But it has like the first fucking 13 tracks are all the same from his first album. He just added some songs onto there. I'm yeah. like, I don't know why it's not just a deluxe project. Eric Bellinger did something like that too. He did yeah. something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's what I've been listening to. I've been I've been real I've been real heavy on my R and B stuff lately. Nice, dude. Baby King's album is actually growing on me a lot. Yeah, the melodic blue. Yeah, especially he released a, another version of Lost Souls with Brent Fires. Mm. To- toxic, but sounds really good. <laughs> but toxic is your shit though. Hey man, hey man, I'm a sucker for good music. But uh, Baby <laughs> King, Baby King's album actually is really good, and I'm actually surprised how good it is. And honestly, um, Tyler, the creator, is Call Me When You Get Lost. That's been on my rotation heavy right now. Great right? fucking mm. album, bro. I think I might go back to it. Because, yeah, I remember we were talking about it a little bit earlier today. And I was just like, dude, like, that album's so fucking good. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling you, it's it's up there. Like, yeah. you have C- CLB, you have Donda. But, you know, a lot of people still talking about Call Me When You Get Lost. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, wait, real quick, because we forgot about this. Double XL had tweeted, like, what was your project of the summer? And I had a whole bunch of different projects on there. Mm. So what do you guys think was your favorite project this summer? Well, first off, half of those albums didn't even come out in the summer. Like, COB came out last two weeks ago. Like, (laughs) that was, bro, we just hit fall. So technically it released in the summer. (laughs) Today, today is literally the day fall happens. They had had J. Cole, they had Donda, they had, um, Polo G, uh, COB, Call Me When You Get Lost, Baby Keem, Nas, Isaiah Rashad, and I don't even know who this one is. The Voice of the Heroes. I don't know who oh, that is. Oh, that's Lil Durk and uh, Lil Baby. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. That, 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 honestly, that album sounds, every song sounds like the same. Like, <laughs> like they go hard, but every song sounds the same. <laughs> nah, you, you got some gems in there. Like, maybe like four or five. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like, it doesn't sound bad. They just sound way too similar for me personally. Mm. It's like, uh. so, but yeah, out of out of those projects, I definitely think Donda has been my favorite, mm. um, for sure. I didn't get to Baby Keem, and I don't listen to Polo G or Lil Dirt, so I didn't. They didn't put IDK, right? Uh, no, they didn't. Oh, now they sleeping on that man. They didn't. I should still on rotation. IDK yeah, is IDK good. is still on rotation to actually, but I, I'd still put Donda over that. Like as um, as far as my favorite project for this summer, I would say I would say Donda. I'm gonna say that's that's I hate these hard like comparison well, questions. I but, think it's I don't even know if it's a comparison. Which ones have you gone back to the most? Uh I mean, I think of so like uh, I would say King Disease too. Um, I've gone. I've gone back to call me when you get lost. I've gone back to uh, when, when Cole's off season came out, I, I, I was listening to that like for about a week. Um, mm-hmm. And then Donda, uh, it's still, still weird to me that Donda still came out in the summer, but I, I, that has been a rotation for me. So I, I would say those are kind of my main handful, <laughs> handful of albums that I've been like going back to on the regular. And then also not really a rap album, but our Leon Bridges album, even though he ripped off my, uh, my cover, uh, that <laughs> is a good album too. So I have been going back to that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, that's all we got for episode 20, guys. Uh, this might have been a longer episode than usual. That's all we got, man. We gave a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We spent some game on this podcast. <laughs> it was longer. It was longer than usual, but hey, we, we had a lot to talk about. Um, class, appreciate you for letting us um, play your music on the podcast. Not yes, yet. Shout out you. to you, man. Thank you. Your your music is dope. You do you can improve, but so can everyone else. So don't even take that as a slight to you. Um, and uh, do we have anything else before we close out? No, I think that's it for me. All right, and Chris just walked away, so I'm gonna say his shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> peace, love, and all that. Have fun. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Chris I'm back. is back. Peace. Peace, love, positivity, all that good shit, you heard? There you go, there you go. go. And we will catch y'all next week. All righty.